and welcome to a Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for tea and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and I'm here today, Lone Wolf, again. And this time I actually am going to stay Lone Wolf. There will be no surprise guests turning up halfway through because Jack is at work till midnight, so I don't think he'll be coming back. But he will definitely be back on the next podcast uh, because I found a very interesting article. So next uh, week it's not going to necessarily be a review but there will of course be tea um, but the main purpose is to dissect an article that I found about tea but for now we are going to review the Tesco peppermint infusion tea which I got because I wanted a peppermint tea um, after a recent trip to London so I'll explain about that in a sec but the peppermint tea so inf- I'm wondering why it's an infusion and not just peppermint. So in the classic theme of teas at the moment, the teas that I'm picking, there are no ingredients on the box. It just says peppermint infusion tea. So I did smell it before I put it in my little teapot. And it does, it smells like there might be some spearmint going on in there as well. So maybe it's a multi-mint and not just peppermint tea. Um, but we're going to find out. We'll see how nice this infusion one is. I've got my tiny, tiny teapot today. It's the smallest one you can do, so it's the one... Um, oh, I think I did the first episode with this teapot, and it's spilled everywhere. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes today. But yeah, I've got my smaller teapot to hand. It's the cute one that sits on top of the teacup, um, which I really like, which I think my dad actually got me for my for Christmas or a birthday um, a few years ago, which is topical because I recently went to London with my dad. Um, it was his sixth birthday, and I bought for him, and also some would say maybe a treat for Emma as well, a afternoon tea on the Thames. I am someone who is quite partial to an afternoon tea. I mean, I'm yet to meet someone who doesn't really like the components of an afternoon tea. It's tea and cake. You're on to a winner there, really. Um, But yes, certain things transpired that made me think, you know what, I'd quite like a peppermint tea. So here we are with this one. So that's brewing away nicely in in my teapot there. So while we're doing that, I'll explain a little bit about my trip. So off I went. It's a nice little day trip to London, which I really enjoy doing. I'm, yeah, where we live, it's only like a couple of hours two and a half hours into the city and having lived in London before it's a very different experience now when I go there just for the day which is wonderful so when you live there it's fine you know there's a lot of financial pressures living in London I think it's everyone can agree with that and there's so many things going on it's a really vibrant city there's you're never without something to do and a lot of you can do quite a bit of stuff for free in London as well I still I'm really pleased and um, proud that all the museums there are free, which I think is great. Having been to um, a few other cities in different countries where the museums cost money, I now have, have retrospectively looked back and gone, actually, that's that's really amazing that they're free and that we can go and um, enjoy them. Like there are donation pots everywhere, which is great. So if you've got enough money and you really appreciate what you've seen in the museum, you can donate some money. But if um, cost, if things are a bit more cost prohibitive for you, you don't have to. There's no obligation there, which I think is really, really great. So you can, yeah, you can go around London um, for free if it's a sunny day. There's plenty of lovely parks. Um, you can just people watch and wander about. However, there are many really fun things to do that cost a bit of money. Um, So when I lived there, there was quite a bit of of feeling like, oh, I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that. And I don't have enough money, so I won't won't be doing that. And 
now going, yeah, when you go to London for a day trip, you tend to go with an activity in mind that you may have planned for, or in this instance, I just sort of bought in advance. So you can go there and it's a bit more like, like a little holiday, <laughs> like a little trip. Um, yeah, which I really, really enjoy. And I feel very fortunate that I can, I can get up there with such ease. So I'd booked, um, so my dad lives in Wales. So we live literally on opposite sides of the country. And so I booked us something to do in London because when I used to live there, it'd be really nice when he would come visit me and we'd spend the day wandering around the city. So I thought, what can I book for us? So I thought I'll book this 90 minute afternoon tea on the Thames, which just sounded delightful. And it, uh, yeah. It lived up to expectations, um, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so I got to London. Um, I got there a bit earlier than Dad, and I went to a cafe naturally, um, and got myself shock horror guys a cup of tea. Um, I had my notebook with me, so I'm writing at the moment. Um, I do enjoy writing, so I thought oh, I'll do a bit of writing and get a tea. And I ordered a Earl Grey which we spoke about in the last episode, talking about having Earl Grey and people um, in, I assume, almost all other countries thinking you shouldn't put milk with it. Um, But lo and behold, there I was in London in a cafe, ordered an Earl Grey. The lady didn't bring any milk over. So I was like, wow, maybe it's just me. So if you're listening and you're a Earl Grey enthusiast, (laughs) what would you, would you drink Earl Grey with milk? Would you not? Um, yeah, she just assumed I wouldn't want any. Obviously, was perfectly happy bringing me some when I asked. Um, yeah, so that was um, interesting. But yeah, the the Earl Grey was really nice. It came, if you saw my Instagram story, it came in a nice little yellow teapot, um, which I really like. I, I like tea being in a teapot because it's like, a, they're just cute. They're cute things. And when you go out to a cafe or something and they bring you your own personal teapot of tea, it's nice because it lasts longer as well. It's not just the cup. It, you've got like more than one, one serving in there. Um, as I'm talking right now, all I've got in my head, so when I saw my dad, I sort of explained um, that I do this podcast now and yeah, I explained sort of what it was all about. And I said, oh, I talk about, I talk, just basically talk about tea, but I really enjoy it. And um, it's just, it's just a bit of fun. And I do really love tea. And it's, the more I go, the more I realise that that's definitely a thing. Um, but we were walking along and he was like, hey, look, quite thoughtful. And then it sort of this light bulb moment went and he went, oh, like Big Bang Theory. Um, if you're familiar with Big Bang Theory, it's a comedy show involving scientists Um mostly scientists. And I was like, okay, I don't see the connection. He was like, you know, that guy with the flags, with the flag thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. So my dad equates this podcast to Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory, um, a character who decides to make a YouTube channel. I think it's a YouTube channel dedicated to flags. And all he talks about is flags. And that's the joke. So I was like, great. (laughs) So now when I'm talking about tea, I'm just thinking... I'm Sheldon Cooper. I'm I'm the tea version of Sheldon Cooper right now. So anyway, mixed feelings on that one. But I do like that character. So there we are. Um, I don't think it's quite flags level of obsession, this podcast. So yeah, it's just um, appreciation, enthusiasm, um, and enjoying a good cup of tea. Anyway, so that's just been popping into my head. I digress. So I had my tea, went and met my dad, um, and did what we always do. So whenever we meet up again, it's just lots of, there, there is a reason why I enjoy so much tea. So we just went to various places and walked for a bit, walked to Buckingham Palace. Now there's a slight irony here. Um, my dad struggles, um, 
these days struggles to walk very far so I'd booked the afternoon tea on the boat thinking oh 90 minutes of of sitting on the boat that means we don't have to walk around um but nevertheless decided we would walk from Victoria all the way to Embankment which is about a 40 minute walk um which he did and I was very impressed and proud of him that like we took our time we had some pit stops along the way but um yeah the irony hit me as we were going I was like there's a reason you booked the uh the 90 minute boat Emma um, and there was, we found, so if you find yourself in London, oh, I can't remember the name of the park, but next to Embankment Station, there's a little park and they had deck chairs in there. And there's a little cafe, a little unassuming cafe in there as well. And you can get a coffee. I had a coffee at that point um, or, and, you know, snacks and that sort of thing and just sit in the park. And again, that's one of those moments of something that was free and that was helped. Sorry, there seems to be a motorbike going past if you heard that. Um, that was helped by the fact that um, the weather was good. So we could sit outside because it wasn't cold and it wasn't raining. Um, I find like with most city trips, you want you want the weather to be at bay. You want to be able to wander around and explore without getting too soggy. I really love the rain. Um, I'm very much someone who loves the rain, but I love it when A, I'm inside and dry, or B, I get caught in it, but I know I'm going to go home because there is nothing better than that feeling when you come in and it's been raining. You're like, oh, I can get into my fluffy socks and get all dry and, and cozy and yep, apparently I'm I'm 80. Um, <laughs> Oh no, but it's it's a very pleasant feeling. So yeah, so when you're out on a city break, you don't really want it to rain because you can't go home, you're stuck. And if you're going there just for the day like I did, you know you've got a very long coach journey back where you don't want to be all soggy. So those are my thoughts on that. So we've nearly, we have pretty much reached the pivotal moment where myself and my dad got on the cruise with the afternoon tea. But before we do that, I'm going to have a sip of this tea. So it's definitely brewed now. So let's see, is it going to spill everywhere like it did in the first one? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Spillage. Okay, yet still I pour. I'm not learning from my lesson. Okay, I've got an angle going on here. I think what happens is because the teapot's quite small, I overfill it. I'm overzealous with how much I can get in this tiny, tiny teapot. So there we go. One peppermint tea has been poured in the cup and also on the table. And the table bit doesn't look like it's going to escape anytime soon, so I'm just going to leave that on there for a bit and just have a little drink of this peppermint tea. Well, smell it first. Yeah. Oh, I'd say that's... That's now just back to smelling more like just normal peppermint tea, not necessarily with spearmint or anything else added in there. Because I've had, like, I've had, like, three mint tea before um, where they've blended lots of different mint leaves. You know what, you could show me a peppermint plant, you could show me a spearmint plant, and I would not know <laughs> what the difference between the, uh, between the two of them until I tried it. So I'm going to try this one. Hmm. I mean, that's a peppermint tea, guys. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It's not tasting particularly different to any other peppermint tea I've had. Hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. It's lovely. I am... Um, but it is a standard peppermint tea. Um, peppermint, you always get like peppermint tea for like 74p or something, like really random number um, in a lot of uh, sort of big big supermarkets, which is, and you can't really go wrong with them. They're always going to be good. I often like to put a bit of honey in my mint tea. Now the ultimate, I'm going to, you know, say this whilst drinking this, this peppermint tea, but the ultimate mint tea has got to be fresh leaf mint tea, which I'll do a review of soon. So my mint plant, I had a mint plant in the kitchen, and um, for some reason, all the leaves started to go 
a brownie red colour. And no, they weren't dying, <laughs> but they were losing the green. They were still alive, and like um, they looked like they didn't look dry or like they were going to fall off. But um, yeah, they'd gone brown. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, it might have some kind of mint disease. I'm not sure. And then me and Jack have done, we've got like a little garden um, and we've put some plants that we're attempting to get on the urban gardening bandwagon. We currently have five strawberries on our strawberry plants and it is most exciting. Um, <laughs> so we've, I've replanted the mint plant out there and all the leaves have changed back to the normal colour. So I must have been doing something wrong with it in the kitchen, like overwatering it or something. So when that is back to full health, I will go and grab some, um, yeah, grab some leaves off that and then I'll do a fresh mint tea um, review because they're just lovely. And when I'm in a restaurant, if they have a fresh mint tea on the menu, I usually like to go for that and, and hope that they have a bit of honey to mix in with it as well because it's lovely. And they always give you, like, I am far more stingy when I make a fresh mint tea myself. I tend to just put, like, a little bit in there. Whereas um, a couple of times I've gone places and they've just put, lo like, loads and loads of leaves in. Um, and it's been really, really nice. So I did allude to a reason as to why I wanted peppermint tea, and I will now explain that reason. So me and my dad got into, before you got on this boat, and it was quite, it was quite a fancy boat, I'm not going to lie. Uh, before we got on the fancy boat, there was like a little waiting room, um, which was on the water. So this room is per uh, permanently docked, I guess, next to the, um, the bank, embankment. And um, so it's just floating around, and it's quite choppy. <laughs> and yeah, so my dad was sat there and he was like, oh, you know, struggles with balance sometimes. And he was like, oh, I hope I feel all right on this. And I was sat there rocking around like, I hope we all feel all right on this. I'm feeling a bit funny, but we're okay. We're going to not mention it. It'll be fine once we get on the boat. So we got on the actual boat and um, we sat down in these lovely seats. Um, dad is facing the direction that we are going to travel in and I'm facing the other direction. And we set off and they present us... Um, with two glasses of fizz, I'm not sure if it was champagne or prosecco or what have you, but yeah, two glasses of fizz are in front of us, and my dad doesn't really drink anymore, so I had um, he he was like, here, have have both of them. I was like, oh, okay, um, drank a little bit of the first one, and I was like, mm, yep, definitely feeling feeling the rocking motion that's going on right now. And then they came round with the tea list. So there's so many different options. And they asked which one we wanted, and it was going to be a loose leaf tea in a teapot. Hurrah! Um, and they had a blend that was uh, sort of their their stand their speciality blend, their blend that they that they um, what's the word signature signature blend for this trip. So of course tried that, and Dad got one of those as well. And the teapots came, and um, I forgo then the fizz, and I was like, right, I'll have some of this tea, and I was drinking it, and I was like, oh, I do not feel good right now, but it's my dad's birthday present and I don't want him to know because he's a warrior <laughs> and I didn't want him to have a bad time and then I was sat there thinking oh well I'd like to take some pictures of this um for my Instagram and then I could put a picture of it for um yeah for like the story and I could put a picture of it when I put the podcast up so I was like oh, I'll do that and got my phone out and oh that was an error I was trying to take so if you see the picture on Instagram for this my apologies if the quality is poor because I took one and then decisively could not take any more pictures. I couldn't look. So I kept looking out to the side. Anyway, so it's rocking back and forth. So I had to say, sorry, Dad, I'm just going to have to leave. Off I went, um, thinking just a bit of walking will sort me out. So just to confirm, so I'm obviously getting seasick here. I wasn't actually ill. 
thank God, on the bed. I mean, it wouldn't have been the end of the world if I was. I'm pretty sure they'd be used to people getting a bit queasy every now and then from the choppiness on that boat. It's a very flat bottom boat. Um, yeah, anyway, so I sort of came, sat back down again. And then about like 10 minutes later, I was like, just need to get up again, Dad, sorry. And off I went and I could see him clocking that something wasn't right. And then, so this is only about 15 minutes in and I sat down again and I looked out and I was like, it's going to be fine. And then it hit me. This is a 90 minute <laughs> boat ride on the Thames. This is not ending anytime soon. And they bring all the food out and gosh, it looks so nice. There were scones on the top and they were warm, which is like the best kind um, with clotted cream and jam. And there were loads of tiny, tiny cakes. So you could have like, you could try all of them because they were small enough. Like if you ate all of them, it would equate to like just over a normal size cake so you're like great I'm gonna eat all of these things and then because I'm vegetarian they brought out special sandwiches um that was separate to the the tray and I couldn't figure out what were in them so I was like oh that would be that's gonna be fun to eat um but no no I picked up one cucumber it was cucumber and they put some mint in so cucumber mint sandwich which sounds a bit weird there was no like butter or anything like that on it either um it was lovely but what was happening was like with each rocking motion I looked out and every now and then I had a wave of feeling okay again and I was like, oh great, I'll have a bite. And then within seconds of me biting this little sandwich, I was like, nope, nope, things are not okay again. Oh, I felt awful. Anyway, so <laughs> in my concern for ruining dad's trip, um, I, I didn't tell him, but he quite quickly figured out what was going on and he, he realised it's probably because I was facing the wrong way. And I was like, that's a good idea. So I turned my chair around and faced the other way. And I'm going to be honest, it, it helped. I, it wasn't, you know, it didn't solve the problem, but it lessened the chance of the problem getting worse. So that was really good. But then unfortunately, so my dad, for his birthday present, spent about an hour staring at the back of my head <laughs> on a boat <laughs> as we went down the, the Thames. But he said he was quite happy because he got to eat both of the scones. So he won there, really. I think um, that, that made up for it. I did manage to eat. They had, um, I love marzipan. Oh my gosh, marzipan is so nice. And they had these little squares of Battenberg cake. And I ate one of those very slowly while staring at the horizon um, as much of it I could see. Anyway, the only, the only thing that I can put this down to is that the boat, yeah, it was a flat bottom boat and it was particularly choppy on the Thames that day. And you'd think I would have learnt from my mistakes. So if you listen to the last podcast, you might have heard us mention about staying on a little boat. And I was fine on this little boat. I was absolutely fine. However, previous to this, I have been on a boat before. Um, uh, kind of, it's going to sound really fancy. A yacht. Um, it wasn't my yacht. It was um, through, a, I was very, very lucky and through a work thing. Um, it wasn't even anything to do with my, my department, um, but I got asked to go go on this trip with someone, which was lovely. It was so nice and I felt very lucky. But anyway, same thing happened. I was on this fancy boat with all this lovely food and I got really seasick. So I think lesson learned is that I probably shouldn't be doing things that involve boats and food and long trips. Um, nonetheless, away I went and booked that one. So I've got none, no one to blame but myself. Um, but it was really, really funny. And we did have a good old laugh about it. So there we are. That was my adventures in London. Oh, so why I wanted peppermint tea. So I psychologically will associate certain drinks and foods to ways to make yourself feel better. 
I think I've touched on this subject before. So if I feel poor, if my tummy needs settling, I will get a peppermint tea. And it honestly, I really, it helps. And I don't know if that's placebo um, or what's going on, but it's working. So I'm sticking with it. Um, so we got off the boat um, and then quite promptly I sat down and I was like, gosh, I want a peppermint tea. Oh, and then we went to, so we, we sat down and then I needed to get dad back to Victoria. And then my bus was going from Stratford. So off we went to Victoria. We got there with about half an hour to spare before I had to leave. Um, and we went to the Weatherspoon there and I went up to the bar and I was like, oh, can I have a lemonade? And don't suppose you do a peppermint tea. I can confirm, ladies and gentlemen, that Weatherspoons do not do a peppermint tea. And should you ask for one in the Weatherspoons in um, in Victoria Station, you will get a look that says, you're a funny one. So <laughs> don't try it. Don't try your look, guys. They don't have it. I'm sure they definitely had normal tea. Um, but no, I had a lemonade. So that's what I did. I'm going to have some more of this peppermint tea. So I do want, like, I wonder if seasickness can linger, because then the next day I was feeling, I was still feeling it a little bit. Um, yeah, so, but I think that was just all the, the rigours of the day. The tube, like, the tube's really hard to go on when you're feeling a bit fun. I was, like, talking to Dad on the tube. We had to get on the tube pretty quickly. Um, after the boat, and I stood there, and I was like, I'm fine. And then one stop in, I was like, don't talk to me. Don't talk, don't talk to me, don't look at me. <laughs> I need to stare in the distance till we go these three stops and I can get off the tube and feel better and go in search of peppermint tea. Um, I'm going to pour a bit more in this one. Yeah, oh my gosh, I definitely had overfilled the teapot because this is fine now. You live, you learn, folks. Oh, there's a cheers. Cheers to you all. Um, so peppermint infusions, I would recommend it. It came in, so... Compared to the normal peppermint tea that you would get, it was probably about 40 pence more. So if you're talking in ratio, like you're, it's probably like a third more, third more of the overall cost of teas to get the infusion version. Um, I did, I splashed out for you guys. I was like, I could get the normal peppermint tea or I could get the infusion and have more to talk about in terms of reviewing. So you're welcome. <laughs> but would, would I actually, let me have another sip. Hmm. Would I say it's worth it? Now, I think just the normal, like, if you're going to get peppermint tea in a tea bag, you might as well have just gone for the cheaper version. At the end, peppermint's peppermint. Like, you can't, there's not, they're saying infusion, and I can't figure out what about this makes it an infusion and not just a peppermint tea. So, in which case, you might as well just get the normal one. Um, yeah, there are some, I must say, there are some peppermint teas that you can get on sort of, like, different brand like actual brands not the house brands of a supermarket um that I've tried before that have been really really nice and you can tell the difference usually the ones that come in those nice little sort of silk triangle bags and <laughs> um, that you can get I mean there I always look at tea sometimes and I'm like oh that's that's a bit expensive I don't know if I want to get that one and then I think well if I bought a tea in a shop like in a cafe or something like that I'd often spend that money on just a normal English breakfast tea but because I've got the the um, bonus of getting it prepared for me and having it in an establishment, um, I'm willing to pay nigh on three pounds. But here in a supermarket, looking at a three pound box of tea, I'm going, oh, I don't know, that seems a bit expensive. It's quite funny how your mind works, really. But um, yeah, this if anything, this podcast will give me an excuse to buy all the teas that I've coveted when I've looked up at the shelves. So that's really good. So yeah, do you have a favourite type of peppermint tea and a favourite mint 
mint tea do let me know i found some people don't really like mint tea because it reminds them too much of like either brushing their teeth or maybe a mojito yeah so to conclude i would recommend this tea it's from tesco i'm not sure if i mentioned that earlier in the podcast that this is a tesco tea um so it's a tesco owned peppermint infusion tea as i said is it worth paying a little bit more for the infusion version rather than the tesco's um standard peppermint tea I wouldn't say so. I'd say you might as well get that one. But I mean, for the sake of um, 30p or something, is it? It's a pretty box. It's got, you know, what is with teas and, and pretty flower boxes? They they know their audience. So yeah, the box is nice. Um, so if you want it to decorate your kitchen tea cabinet or, you know, display by your by your kettle, go for it. Um, other than its other, its sister version that's in the plain green box, heaven forbid. Um, otherwise... Yeah, I don't think you're getting much, much different there. Please do correct me if I'm wrong. And there's actually a whole world and wonder of mint beverages, uh, mints that are inside this beverage. Do let me know. I'm just clicking onto my Instagram. So if you would like to follow me on there, I believe I am just pod of tea on there. Let me have a quick check. Yeah, pod of tea. So if you put that all together, P-O-D-O-F-T-E-A, that is mostly where I am sort of social mediaing at the moment with this podcast. I am on Twitter as well. I believe that's also at pod of tea. Let me just check for you. I'm pretty sure it is. But the yeah, Twitter, I'm not I'm not feeling Twitter as much at the moment. There's there's pros and cons. Um oh, it's asking me if my email is correct. Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, so on Twitter as well, it's just at pod of tea, spelled again, P-O-D-O-F-T-E-A. So come say hello. But yeah, the Twitter I'm not using as much. I might get a bit more into it at the moment. It's, um, yeah, I just prefer Instagram. I really like pictures. That sounds um, <laughs> like really general and broad, but it's nice seeing lots of pictures. And since I started this podcast, I've been on there and obviously been looking at different um other people who have uh, tea accounts, be that people who make tea or people who, there's loads of people who will just arrange like teacups and like teapots and flowers and things on a table and just make a really beautiful picture, which is quite nice. Like if you just want to, you got some time to kill. Um, I mean, that's ultimate time killing material, isn't it? Scrolling through your phone. But um, yeah, they're really nice to look at. Some really artistic things doing with tea, which is great. And I am starting to, through Instagram to find like a lot more tea brands out there. There's a lot more um, than you'd think, it would seem. I think tea possibly will have that. I mean, it actually might currently have the resurgence that um, coffee has at the moment, but um, and I've just not been akin to it. But I've noticed in recent years, there's a lot more coffee shops around, a lot more independently um run coffee shops and some of them are even roasting their own coffee there's one in Norwich who's got this huge roastery um there might even be a couple of them that got a roastery I don't know if that's the right word for it but a roastery in in one of their shops um which is amazing so I I sort of wonder is tea going to go down the same route so there are as I already mentioned there's a few really really nice tea establishments in Norwich there's like two really good tea shops I'd say like if you just want to buy the tea and you're not going into a cafe there's two places that I know of one's called Wilkinson's and one is called um the tea junction tea junction um and they're two great places if you want to go and get loose leaf tea and sort of just be like a kid in a candy shop if you really really like tea and then places to sit and, and drink a tea the, the I mean the main one that pops to mind is Biddy's Tea Room um oh also on the I mean it's not independently run but the um 
Wittard of Chelsea in Norwich as well. The staff there are really, really nice and you do get the free samples. And yeah, that's a really nice shop to visit as well. So I just thought I'd mention that. Um, but yeah, there's. I'm wondering if there's going to be this fad of um, everyone jumping and getting really excited about tea in the same way that they have coffee or if it's just a different beast and it's something that because it's a comforting thing you kind of don't get that same um, dry you know maybe by drinking a lot of coffee you will just be given the caffeine and the energy and the passion to open up a coffee shop, whereas if you're drinking non-caffeinated peppermint infusions from Tesco, you just are not as inspired <laughs> to set up your own tea business. And that's not something I want to do. I'm very much the one who is just going to enjoy other people um, setting up tea businesses so I can talk about them on my podcast and, and drink the teas. Um, yeah, but I've, I've been looking online and there's like a lot of people sort of getting excited about tea and talking about it. So if you're one of those people, connect with me on Instagram or indeed Twitter at a pod of tea. And also you can shoot me an email and then I can talk about your email in this podcast. So on that note, um, and you can also send me messages on Instagram as well. On that note, the next episode, I'm going to pin Jack down. And if he's not available, I'll find someone to come and have a chat with me about this. But there's something in this article that makes me want Jack to discuss this with me because it's something we've talked about before. Um, But I have got an article that I found in BBC Good Food that um, talked about the 10 biggest mistakes you can make with a cup of tea. And I'd like to talk about those 10 biggest mistakes. I'm going to be honest, I haven't read it properly yet. I thought, well, someone else was reading the the magazine and mentioned it. And I was like, oh my gosh, rip that out. I need that. Um, I haven't read it properly. I want to read it properly on the podcast and get a proper reaction to it and see if I agree. Do I agree with it? Do I not agree with it? And see what Jack's opinion is. But I saw one or two like of the headlines and I feel like Jack Ewans will have a few things to say on the topic. But um, in advance of that, what are your top 10 or a any of your biggest mistakes you think someone can make with a cup of tea? Um, it would be great to have um, some of your thoughts for the podcast next week. So I'll put some shouts out online as well and see if people can let me know what they think the, the biggest, the biggest, what will absolutely ruin a perfectly good cup of tea for you. So can you let me know? And thank you for listening, everyone. I've really enjoyed my cup of tea. I've really enjoyed chatting away. I hope you've enjoyed listening this week. Do subscribe to the podcast. We are on YouTube, Podbean and iTunes. So whatever way that you manage to get this uh, podcast playing on your audio device, uh, please do subscribe. You can do some rates. Let your friends know if they also love tea as much as Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory loves flags. Anyway, until next time, folks. Bye.